So uh, this person says, one second, goes out back to the car, opens the passenger side, gets out a manila folder, uh, and brings it back and drops it on the desk. Says, uh, Sheriff said, I had to pay for this one. So it's not in his tab. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll just take the folder and put it under the counter and um, toss the body down the stairs towards the uh, laboratory. Uh, the body is complains all the way down the stairs. Just, you know, muffled shouts of, yeah. of displeasure and curses and various things. Yelled profanity, that sort of thing. Um. Uh, well, it's pleasure doing business for you. Same. I better go take uh, care of this. Please do. I'll be back. Not necessarily tonight, but maybe. Depends how good hunting is. Oh, best fortune for you. Thank you. Uh, and she yells like, fuck you, down the stairs. <laughs> and then heads about back to the old beat-up station wagon. Okay. Uh, I I would go take care of this uh, the latest job here. I don't know. So, are, do we necessarily need to feed if we're already if we're not hungry, or is there like any benefit to that? Yes. So uh, you're you're probably at least have at least one hunger. Um, yes. Uh, you can't get rid of all your hunger without killing someone, if I remember that correctly. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to kill this person, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I don't remember the mechanics off my top of my head, so I'm going to do the thing that I always do when I can't remember something. Zach. <laughs> I'm here. What exactly are we trying to figure out? I'm, I'm having trouble following. Uh... So I have a person that I'm going to probably feed from, assuming mm-hmm. they're still alive, I guess. I don't know why they bring a vampire to me. Um, I, and I just want to figure out mechanically, what's the benefit of feeding on someone when I guess we have one hunger starting off? Yeah, I think you can, you can kill them and yeah, you can kill them and you can go to hunger zero, zero, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. And then, I mean, you still have to, like, make rolls when you wake up and stuff, but... I mean, like, the only way... Humans reigned and killed is the only way to reach Hunger Zero. On page 212 of the core rulebook here. So, go nuts. If I don't want to deal with a screaming meal, can I slit his throat and then drain him? Well, you've got that thing that lets you drink cold people, right? Yeah, I have no problem feeding from the dead. I just don't know if that counts as draining them if I, if they're uh, already dead. Yeah? Like, it's mostly focused on the killing part, as far as I can tell. I, I just don't want... And you'd be killing you'd be killing them, right? Only draining a human of blood, thereby killing them, can reduce hunger to zero. Um... So if you're, I mean, if you're planning on eating, if you're planning on cleaning your plate anyway, yeah, <laughs> right. I say it works, but I, I'm not running the game, so I don't see a reason why it wouldn't. I guess in the rules, 
Okay, so what I what I would do is I would head down, you know, down, down the stairs to the body bag, heft it onto one of the the surgical tables that are in the room. Um, it's probably not the room you would take your um, recently bereaved down to identify a body or something. It's it's probably a messy room. Um, not clean very often. And it probably grabs some sort of sharp object that's at hand, a scalpel or something. You don't you don't just grab a hammer and start hammering the bag because I don't know for some reason that's hilarious in my head. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would just like slash open the bag and then slash the person's throat, whoever's in the bag. Uh, it's a bald guy, uh, handcuffed, gagged, um, at the wrists and feet, just. You know, not not able to really fight back. Yeah, dudes, so, maybe mid fifties. Yeah, I basically just want to make sure that they they can't excessively scream or whatever. I mean, that's just annoying to have to hear your meal. And but so do you, you're gonna casually kill this guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, I how much humanity do you have? The normal amount, I guess. Uh. Are you sure about that? Start with seven, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not so fast. So yes, it's, I think we start with seven. They call it this. They call it the spiraling stairway downward, but I think this is an escalator. <laughs> I mean, this is just my job. I, I have to, <laughs> to butcher the cattle. Oh, this mm-hmm. is ju- this yeah, is just I mean, your job. Yes, right. something which people yeah. with high humanity have said all the time. Yes. <laughs> I was I mean, just doing humanity, my right? job is definitely the, the that is absolutely like legit a phrase here on one of these humanity <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, humanity six. Hey people die, stuff breaks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's probably a humanity six kind of thing, if that's something that bothers you. Just like the being able to casually kill folks like that. No, I, I, I if that are you saying it's going to drop my humanity down to a six? Uh, I, yeah, I think it's the sort of thing that. Um, yeah, I, I think because most, I, I would be fine dropping it down because I, I kind of have a feeling that with the clan that I have and the the setbacks or the difficulties we have feeding on people who are alive. It's something that I kind of had to get used to a lot faster than maybe I would have wanted to. But by now, I mean, it's probably been five, ten years since we've turned. Yeah, you're not, it's not, you're not horrid, right? Like, it's not automatically horrid. Kindred of the stage, man, don't win any prizes for congeniality either, right? Yeah, so it's, yeah. I'm not, like, torturing the guy as he as he's, you know, right before to, you know, enhance the flavor or something weird like that. right. It's just, yeah. you know, this is, this is my job. It's also a, a midnight snack. People die, stuff breaks. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, if this guy went up here, he probably wasn't that good of a guy to begin with, right? Right. There was, there was some reason somebody uh, needed him gone. The sheriff wants, I mean, the sheriff obviously approved of this or, you know, helped out this other person. Yeah. So, yeah, I would probably... Kill him, drain him, and then use my ashes to ashes power. Tell me about ashes to ashes. So I have the ability to destroy a corpse 
fresh or long dead by introducing my vitae into its body. Power does not work on vampires, but does work on animated corpse cadavers. So it's in the expansion book that my clan was in, which uh, uh, I don't have actually up. Which the corpse book, yeah. Yeah. There are so many different rituals in this book. It's, I can tell you the page number if that helps. Sure. Uh, page 205. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 205. Aura of Decay. Ashes to Ashes. Okay. Um, one Rouse check. Okay, so you got to roll to see if you get hungry doing this. <laughs> if I get hungry right after feeding. Yep. Uh, so just click rouse. There's nothing else to it. Yeah, I think so. I succeeded. Cool. With one die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. That's how that works. And then uh, your pool is if you're rolling for it is stamina plus oblivion. Yes. Okay. If you win, the the corpse dissolves. In five turns. I'm assuming there's no modifiers. But this had been after I saved my hunker, so I wouldn't have that pip there anymore. Yeah, you wouldn't have that. All right, well, it doesn't matter. I didn't roll it anyways. Yeah. Shit, which, which book is this? This is on page 204 is where I found it. I actually found it on in oh, the Pulse Oops. of the Blood Gods. Two. Oh, it is on okay. 204. Well, I think it, it's on page. 205 of the PDF, but it's on page uh, 204 of the is. book itself. Yeah. Yeah, on a, fa on a failure, the corpse putrefies. That seems good. That's gross. I like it. All right. So, uh, oh, wait, succeeded? I think, yeah, Sorry, I think that the check was only for something else. It was when you were trying to fight something that was... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's when it was like... When you're when you're trying to ashify a zombie or something, yeah. Go, unless Oof. the corpse is animated, the body disintegrates over three turns with no test necessary. There you go. Okay. If I, if it isn't, if it is a, you know animated by something, if it's then I have to roll versus their medicine and stamina or fortitude and stamina. All right. Cool. Um, so as the corpse decom well as as the fresh corpse decomposes uh, burns up in three turns. Uh, disintegrating over the next little, you know, fifteen seconds or whatever it is, uh, or you know, as you mix its ash together and begin to disintegrate the corpse, uh, it's the entire world around you starts shrieking like metal being torn asunder. Um, but there's no rattling of the glass. There's no jarring of anything. It's just a very loud shrieking that goes on for about fifteen seconds and then stops. Well, that was deeply unpleasant. Well, then that sound showed up. <laughs> um, all right. So is uh, all. So Jonathan's got out your cell phone, I believe. Right, how do we? How do you all? What What happens next? Open up the Slack chat. What the hell, guys. Jonathan, do you have Slack? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm literally like, no. What the fuck, guys? Nerds, nerds, what's happening? Nerds. 
I I'm gonna I'm gonna write. Uh, did you guys have a ghost too? Ghost emoji. <laughs> ghost, ghost emoji number two question mark no 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 did you guys see a ghost too and then have the ghost emoji after oh. that oh okay I heard something really bad shrieking metal question mark shrieking something I assumed it's I assume it's spooky related that's why I contacted you. And then I, I'm going to say uh, ghost emoji was uh, was going through shelf took this uh, took this before disappe- took this before the sound happened. And I take a picture with my phone of the the outside to cover the book and then I take a picture of the torn page with the like the bogeyman you know title on it or whatever it's got a picture of like glowing eyes and a skull and like a hood and like you know grim reaper sort of stuff so uh, while that's happening I think Javad, like, immediately left the vicinity of the package, just, like, walked ten feet away and immediately triggered um, Obfuscate to hide himself. (laughs) 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 Uh, But he'll start texting back. Um, So, anybody want to come over to Doc 12? What's happening there? Uh, Big package. I need to help move. It's heavy. (laughs) I can I can bring the truck. <laughs> Is it about the size of a casket? Oddly, yes. Yeah, I can. I'll bring the uh, hearse. Okay. Uh, um, do we know how much do yeah. we know about our ward? Like, would we realize that this sound is our ward going off? I mean, I, I think. Uh, Javad has figured that out, but I don't know that. I don't know that it's a thing that you know that much about. Just that uh, it's weird. It's cobbled yeah. together, and sometimes uh, it stops bad things from coming in. And sometimes it's never done this before. It's like that smoke alarm that goes off at two a.m. Or... Oh, yes. I guess it probably is actually two a.m. But <laughs> so it had to be like. 2 p.m. <laughs> that would be very unpleasant for y'all. <laughs> I mean, most of us sleep like the dead. <laughs> <laughs> but doom, boom. All right. Well, I'm I'm already swinging my leg into the unnecessarily intimidating SUV and slamming the door, and then slamming the vehicle in reverse and heading that direction. All right, so um, good. Yeah, Javad basically just hides until um, everybody else shows up. See if anything. I mean, else shows up. Honestly, because I'm, because Tyree's at the uh, the library. You know, uh, he's probably the closest physically to where you were picking this thing up. 
So he could, he'd probably, you know, throw on a, a jacket and head over there. You know, gra grab a, grab a, a sword first and go over there. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Tyree shows up first. Um, there's a, uh, yeah, it sure looks like, I mean, it's, it's larger than a casket, but there could be a casket inside. Or it could just be like, you know, mm -hmm. old stuff. And uh, let's say that, uh, you know, Adam and Zach show up as well. Uh, uh, that Carlos and Mila make it as well. Various vehicles. Were any of them followed? Uh, they will have to make some sort of role to determine that. I, I, I take that back. If they were followed, they were not followed onto the island. Because that would not be possible for the for whatever is following them. All right. Uh, after verifying that you know they don't appear to be followed, Javad will show up from where he was all along. So, does anybody believe in coincidences? Um, Mila will grab the handcart with like one hand and very easily move it around uh towards the hearse i assume i wait for the screen oh wait for what's that i wait for the screen oh yeah it's it is red this time um there's no words it's just big old flashing red it's just red everywhere um for a second as you move the hand truck So that would be very unlikely that that would happen twice. Fuck. Okay. Um, I we still got to put it in the hearse, probably, right? We can't leave it here. Wherever this. No, we cannot leave it here. All right, I'm gonna power through and just like muscle this thing onto the hearse as fast as I can. So every time you do, you move it. Um, the ward hurts you in a different way. Great, I love so it. Yeah, it's like you can't see, it's only red, you can't hear, it's screaming. Uh, it feels like the sun has come up, right? Or, you know, um, like it's it's pissing your beast off something fierce. Okay, okay. Are we allowed to open this thing? Well, what is it? Who Who's it? No. And as the GM, I say, you are allowed to do whatever you want. Can I don't know, I know that. set it on fire? <laughs> what is it? Where did it come from? Well, most recently, Panama. But <laughs> more details on that I don't have to mind easily. I'm going to have to make some phone calls, though. Well, it obvious. This, at the very least, qualifies as special handling. Yeah. Uh... I glare at him, like, through obviously pained Ooh. eyes. And, like... My it's teeth like, no, clenched. M Mila, obvious. Mila, Mila, if 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 we're having this much trouble, move it. I don't think anybody else is going to move it without us knowing it's being moved. So maybe we should just let it be for right now. Leave it in the middle of the docks. We can't leave it in the open. That is a masquerade violation. I don't know much. Is it in the open? I thought it was like. I thought it was. I thought it was like in a warehouse. It's not in a warehouse. No, it's, it was delivered. I, I don't think so. Yeah, it's delivered out yeah. uh, on the 
uh, in the middle of the island, uh, deep into like kind of the maze of um, containers that you know get transported in and out by longshoremen when various imports and exports and pickups and drop-offs happen. It's to the spot where can people will we, find it. Can we put it in a put it inside a pod, a a shipping crate at least, get it out of sight? Well, I mean, do we have it in the hearse? Yeah, you might as well just put it in the hearse if we're gonna get it in the pod. Yeah, I mean, I could bring the car as close as possible so we don't have to move it too far. I imagine. Uh, I, yeah. You, Sorry. Good. I was just saying, I imagine I like slam it into the back of the hearse a little too hard out of like just sheer rage and pain. <laughs> like the whole, the hearse squats and there's probably some cracking noises. Yeah. It's, it's lighter than you expect, but the box seems to resist being moved. Like it pushes back. As soon as it's in the hearse, I turn to the nerd squad and expect answers. Yeah, we will find out exactly who shipped this and why this was allowed. The fuck are we transporting something we don't know the source of or the the end point of? That's the entire point. It's why they pay for the special service. But they're not supposed to be harmful. At least not to us. Alright. I am dreading what happens when that car takes off. Uh, the engine doesn't start at first. <laughs> uh, is there a radio in the car, Adam? I would assume so, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, all the electronics die. Um, eventually you do get it turned on. Um, but like, uh, like all the... It, it's been wiped out. Like the uh, the whatever was memory was there was is gone. Like the clock's flashing twelve zero zero, and then like slowly counts up and then back down and then flashes twelve zero zero. But the car's running now. It sounds like it may have picked up a misfire. I'll just put it on. Uh, I don't even know what. Can't remember what Jonathan's character's name is. Javad's. I'll put it on Javad's bill coming out of your cut fix this car again where are you taking it well um i would do you want to happen with this box Gerard? <laughs> the river on the other side of the island <laughs> well then let's uh whew. when is it um, so? Like, I start digging through my email. I guess when is this scheduled to move on from here? Is it scheduled to move on from here? Is someone picking it up or what? Yeah, there is a. Um, so you find the the trace for it, uh, and basically, uh, it looks like there was some sort of miscommunication because uh, it's supposed to have a next destination, but uh, whatever that was was canceled, so it just wound up here. So we can burn it. <laughs> and there's like no indication of who shipped it, right? 
or who's paying for well, it? Well, there is there is a number of um, of prior shipments. Uh, in fact, a suspiciously long number of prior shipments. Like somebody was trying to obfuscate where it came from, but with a little bit of time and effort, you're sure that you can figure it out. Okay, okay. We need someplace safe to stash this for a little while. I will find out where this came from and who is responsible. What do we have? The the box rattles just a little bit. I right, I guess my gun is instantly in my hand. <laughs> Getting this into the, the the laboratory, this you know the the morgue area, and just lock it in a a room down there in a cold room or something. <laughs> just picture putting it on one of like the morgue trays, and then locking the door. <laughs> I gotta have somewhere to store things that don't want to get out. Is there like a chute or something so we don't have to push it? <laughs> <laughs> A coal shoot for corpses. Uh, yeah, so I'm imagining like some sort of like sluice <laughs> that we send the corpses down. Might not be a corpse. <laughs> it might just be vaguely corpse But it would be, it would be intended for corpses though, right? Like some people yeah, like yeah. showing oh, yeah. up like yeah. they're doing a bank drop off and they just like huck a corpse out of the car and the chute and it goes down. I imagine that, like, there's, there's probably special loading areas for the hearses when you're, you're like trying to treat the caskets with reverence and stuff so there's probably somewhere you can just it's got rollers we can just shove it into there yeah that tracks um all right so y'all managed to make it back to the uh the mortuary uh it is uh occasionally odd going like the car will go stall briefly for a little bit and then kick itself back on um and uh, like your headlights will turn on and turn off on apparently random intervals, um, but before long you've got it. Uh, you're back at the uh, the morgue uh, and the funeral parlor, excuse me, and you've got the the box uh, on its way down into a cold room. Um, it seems to start steaming uh, as you bring it into one of the colder areas, but it could be just sublimation. Yeah, that that's fine and good and fine. Okay. Why don't you keep an eye on that? I had nothing else better to do, I guess. <laughs> we are not getting rid of the casket by dumping it in the middle of the street. It's on somebody hey. else's turf is all I'm saying. <laughs> Pretty certain that's an even more masquerade violation, <laughs> or something. I I did think there was a, for a minute that you were going to dump it in the harbor, but go ahead. <laughs> I was honestly, I <laughs> if people would have been like, yeah, that's a great idea, I totally would have kept going. Like that seems fair, seems fine to me. Um, yeah, all right. So I guess I'm going to start doing some digging on where the heck this came from and who I can go and scream at. Awesome. I mean, be icily polite towards. Um, so I, I think this is going to be some sort of uh, maybe academics. Academics or investigation? Yeah. I'm actually better at academics, but... Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of like bureaucracy. Uh, yeah, let's go with investigation. I guess you talked me into it. 
I, I know. I'm like, I should probably just shut up and roll the academics because I'm better at it. But uh, um, for the attribute, I would guess intelligence. Sure. All right. Let's try this. Uh, modifiers. I don't think there's any modifiers. So do you need to okay. add? Are your hunger die to this? There is. Well, one of the dice gets replaced by a hunger yeah. die. Yeah. So two successes, and that's like straightforward. Um, so you get you get like most of the way to figuring out what happened, and like this this box got shipped out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Wait, out of Seattle? Yeah. You can't you can't quite trace it down to who was the sender, but it definitely originated from here. Originated. It's fucking Bender. Do we know when it shipped from here? Uh, like a shocking, like not not that long ago, right? Because it's for how long it's traveled. Like this has been in like six different countries at this point. Like whoever whoever sent this really did not want uh, you to figure out where it came from right off the bat, and also knew exactly when it was arriving. It's that trick where the collections agency is coming to repossess your thing, so you just. Ship it to yourself over a long route, right? Really slow that path. Okay. I'm strongly tempted to uh, just ship it again. Um, I mean, we either ship it, destroy it, or open it. Those are our three options. We could find someone else to take it. It might have a recipient. Are we going to sell it to somebody? I'm sure we could sell it to somebody. We don't even know what it is. I'll open, open it. We open it. Was was this done by the previous people who guarded our thing? <laughs> that would be hilarious. There's only one way to find out. Well, like, does the timing line up? Um, you mean was it was it sent before? You... Yeah, because they're the people who like ran our little operation here before us, and they became persona non grata, right? Yes. Did was it like timing is where they sent it out? I mean, it's it's possible. Uh, you haven't been able to track down who exactly sent it. Exactly. But it's not. It's not. That's absolutely a possibility. There's no indication of who it's intended for as like a recipient, right? It was just supposed to be in our care. Uh, it was, yeah, it's like, it's very obvious to you now that, um, like the, the, this was a waypoint, right? And the next leg was deleted intentionally. So it just wound up stranded here. Huh. So I think legally we're supposed to like leave it there for so long and it gets claimed as unclaimed freight or something. Mm-hmm. I could do a little research if you really wanted to, but well, yeah. Yeah, this sounds like a problem for the postal service, honestly. <laughs> uh Adam, parts of your morgue are beginning to levitate. Mila. Part of our job is essentially to be the supernatural's postal office. Does that normally do that? Pointing to like one of the levitating things. Yeah, like scalpels and knives and various pointy things are just kind of like floating an inch or two off the 
their various labs things and rotating slightly. Okay, fuck this. I'm just grabbing a corner of the box and tearing. I want to see what this is. So I can fight it or burn it. Alright. Uh, you tear open part of the box and there is another box inside this box. Fucking uh, box. <laughs> well, this one... Uh, this is a it's a metal box with a lid um, that has been carefully padded inside the larger box, um, and it's got uh, a latch that's closed. Um, it, but it's not like it's locked, but it's not like a padlock. It's just the sort of thing where you can uh, lift up one side and slide it out and drop it. So um, it was had no chance of coming unlocked in transit. But this is a thing you could unlock without a key, and it's a it's a metal box the size of a coffin, a locked metal box the size of a coffin. So it's a locked metal coffin. Then is what you're telling. It's me. a locked metal coffin. Yes. Great. Why <laughs> <laughs> did the vampires always go right to the coffin thing? <laughs> I mean, it's the genre savvy. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I think, yeah, uh, I, now that it's been exposed, it clearly needs destroyed. I don't know if we have the technology to do that, but we should acquire it. Maybe Jake will have some. Okay, okay, so what do we have for options here? I mean, is there someone in there? Fuck, don't you have, like, magic vision or something? I can detect when magic shit's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I imagine you like <laughs> like swatting down a metal tray that's floating next to you when you say that. <laughs> we could always pass the buck, send it up to the prince. As long as it doesn't get us put on a shit list somewhere, that seems fine to me, actually. I mean, aren't we already on the shit list? Yeah. Uh, Tyree, you're you're fairly certain the wall next to you is bleeding a little bit. Lick it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, use my finger and, and take a bit of the blood and taste it to see if I can uh, use my blood sorcery to figure out more about this. Oh shit, that is actually the first level of blood sorcery, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, T- tell me more about this blood sorcery. Oh shit, can I have it too? <laughs> uh, the user dabs the blood on their tongue and makes a resolve plus blood sorcery roll difficulty three. Do it. So we'll roll it and then if I win we'll find out, we'll read what happens if I win. So that's... Resolve plus discipline. That's oh. three successes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. So um there is there's a lot going on with this. So it's good. I'll I'll read you what the success okay. says. Um with a win the user can determine the residence and intensity of the blood if human. They can also identify whether the blood belongs to a mortal, ghoul, vampire, or other supernatural creature. It may not necessarily be able to to identify the supernatural creature if not kindred or ghoul. Tasting vitae also determines the relative blood potency 
and thus the likely generation band of the vampire. If the user knows the supernatural creature in a question, they can identify the specific supernatural creature on a critical win after tasting the blood. Well, no criticals. But... Okay. Uh, so there are there's there's three types of blood here. There is human blood, there is vampire blood, uh, and there is uh, some non-vampire, non-ghoul blood. Something supernatural that you've probably never tasted before. But it's definitely definitely not human, definitely not kindred. So something has mixed all this blood together. Um, and it's... Uh, the human blood feels very powerful. Uh, the vampire blood seems very weak, and this other um, blood seems very powerful as well. Okay. Uh, hey, I don't think we should open that just yet because this this is complicated. What's going on here? No shit. You know, wa- waving ha- waving <laughs> waving hand at the blood. It's like, yeah, that's like one fifth of our problem, and that part is individually complicated. Great. Okay. Is there some sort of like? Are there any markings on the middle box? There are. There's like, I mean, there's definitely vampire blood going on here, but there's. Okay, you said that off the wall. Yeah. I don't but know if like... that really. Imp- well, let me finish. There's there's vampire blood, and there's human blood, and there's something else in there that I can't quite identify. Something supernatural, but it's not a vampire or a ghoul. I mean, it could be a morgue. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> you lift the blood from the wall. That's a fair point, actually. And these walls are probably like at least partially coated with blood. Look, look how that guy eats. But... Is there some sort of mojo we can do? And I'm like looking at the nerd crew side to side. Is there some sort of mojo we can do to keep the weirdness restricted to this room? Need y'all to focus. I'm just going to ignore her and just investigate the box. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the box has... uh... Uh, has has four symbols um, scratched onto the like uh, kind of compass corners, and it's you know it's it's a it's a wand, a pentacle, a cup, and a blade. Okay, why did we get the magic hot topic box? Well, at least three of us are hot topic wizards. So, and is there any like? Does this box like have obvious opening points? Is there are there hinges? Is there a clasp? Is yeah. this welded shut? No, no, no. You can. Uh, it is obviously openable. Um, it is. You can just slide. There's a there's a bar that locks across the top of it, so you can lift the bar up, slide it across um, to unlock it and open it. In the background, while uh, your character is doing this like in depth and examination of the box, every once in a while it cuts to audio of Mila being like, "So a magical blanket? Do we have like a blanket we can put over the box? Like if we put the other box together, can we like draw blood symbols on it?" Like she just like brainstorming the problem here. Um, I don't know. Maybe some kind of like a cult check that might. Keep the thing calm or something? I don't know. 
Does it need a binky in a bottle? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> it can't hurt. Okay, you seem to have confused baby and box. <laughs> They're basically the same thing, really. They move about the same amount. <laughs> and this this box has a baby's vocabulary. It just screams. Well, it's it's not the box that's screaming. It's the ward. Uh, I don't know if Mila finds that distinction useful. So, is it normal for the ward to do things like cause the walls to bleed? Oh, that would not right. be typical. The ward. That would, yeah, that okay. would not. That did not occur until after you brought the box in here. That that might yeah. be what the ward's Which, screaming about. Well, the ward's probably screaming because we're vampires and touching it. The human didn't seem to have any problems with it. We may have overcomplicated things by bringing it in here. Because our haven is warded and haunted and spooky. I mean, it was already screaming by the time it was on the dock. So we could have done any worse by bringing it further. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying it screams when we touch it because we're triggering the wards. The blood wall thingy might be because our place oh, is Oh, wanted. I see what you're saying. Yeah. What else yeah. are we going to do with this? Is is Alice Cooper in town? Are there any props somewhere? Like, no, this has to be here. It can't go anywhere else. Okay, this is this is unfortunately part of the reason why the, the prince put us here to take care of this shit like this. We put it on the lawn and we buy one of those giant Home Depot skeletons. <laughs> we just make it a decoration. You get the giant Home Depot skeleton, then you put this like underneath it as a spacer, and no one will ever think about it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, you can roll something to figure out, um, like to, for investigation, you know, to, or a cult to do some quick research on this. The Home Depot skeleton has like the Captain Morgan leg up on it, like the knee. Yeah. Okay. So, um, right, master of self control there. Keep an eye on it. Why don't the rest of us who like read books go through and do that? Find out what we could do to keep it calm. Find out what the hell it might be. And find out what our actual obligations under kindred law are for this. I'll take the last one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're bumping up on time. So let's do like one last sort of round of actions to, to call it before we call it. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. David, do you want to roll anything for uh, this occult investigation that's going on or just to do some research or something? Um, I've got some occult, yeah. Uh, is there, does anybody else have training like in occult? Is I don't know how assistance or group checks would work in that. But Well, you have the benefit of my library which has an occult focus. So you'll get bonus, whatever that bonus gives you. I don't know. No, I don't remember either. I think it just adds a die. So it's a, maybe it's a modifier. Yeah. And I think it's like specialties. Yeah. I think a library. Let's, I can look at that real quick. Um, yeah. You get, you get plus one basically. Yeah. Okay. Add one to the dice pool of research roles for occult. Nailed it. There you go. Solid. All right. And occult is 
uh, intelligence, obviously. Or I mean, I think so. Um, I don't. I think it's kind of like a, you know, you figure out which one is best for the task that you're doing. So. Okay. It's it's a mental skill though, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I think if sure. you're doing some research, uh, it'd be intelligence. If you're like trying to think on your feet, it'd be wits. If you're trying to power through a situation that's very unpleasant, it'd be resolve. Yeah, so we'll do intelligence on that. And then uh, you said I get a plus one Yeah. for yeah, the I, library? Yeah, All right. So do I just put a one in then? I think for modifier, uh, yeah. For the modifier? Okay. Well, at least wasn't a critical <laughs> failure. Jeez. Through so many days. Wait, you did have a critical failure. Well, I mean, yeah. that's not a hunger failure, just a regular failure, right? No successes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you find, like, uh, the symbols etched into the top are definitely some sort of ward. Um, but, like, you can't, for what or why or, you know, or who did it, right? It's not. It's not clear from the outside of the box, but you're pretty sure that, you know, if you could put up the box and look at the insides, you'd have a better idea of what's going on. <laughs> All right, Adam, what are you doing? I'll do an, an investigation, just look, looking through the books for these, for caskets marked with these symbols and see if I can figure out okay. any kind of reference. Yeah. Two successes. Okay. Yeah, so um, uh, this is not unheard of actually uh sometimes it's done as like um like a punishment for um particularly bad or kindred uh it's an uncommon punishment kind of an ancient sort of punishment sometimes that'll that'll be done to kindred that have done something bad like they'll get locked in a box and thrown in the sea or uh you know like um yeah, typically there's other things going on at the same time. Like there's a reason they get punished like this as opposed to like staked out for the sun or drained or whatever. Um, that doesn't necessarily say that there's a vampire in this box, just that in the past, this sort of thing has been uh, a punishment box. Okay. Jonathan, what do you want to do? Um, so yeah, I'm going to try and figure out what our actual obligations legally are here. Like okay. to the prince and you know through kindred law and custom. Gotcha. Uh, specialty into foyer man stuff. So two. Okay, so um, kindred law and custom states that uh, if this item is useful or powerful, it should be given to the prince after you're sure it's safe. Uh, if the item is a nuisance or a problem. Well, it showed up in your domain, and it's your fucking problem. <laughs> so far, it's given us free food. Ah, the the right of first refusal. So far, it's given us free food. So it's true. So far, it's been perfectly safe except for all the pain. So yeah. All right, and finally, Zach, what are you doing? I am texting Jake, telling him I'm going to be late. <laughs> thought for sure you'd open the box like we do all the time. I, I open the box. Like I saw the order move. and I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Alright, you tell Jake you're going to be late. You want to do anything else? No. Alright. Uh, your response back from Jake is, is uh, uh, okay. 
Um, but like when you have a second, need your eyes on this. Okay, thanks. That sounds right. good. Anything else? No, I think we're good. Well, there you call it for now. <laughs> All right. So thank you everybody for playing. I hope you had fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I think this came together pretty well. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks from all of us here uh, to all of you out there, wherever you are. Have a good evening. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is The Witch's Journey by Augustine C. Outro music is Negative Ecstasy by Blue Sky Moon. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Augustine C. can also be found on Spotify and SoundCloud, while music by Blue Sky Moon can be found on Ketza.uk. Vampire the Masquerade was created by Mark Reinhagen and is a storyteller system game of the World of Darkness series published by White Wolf Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder.